Man, you're getting killed out there. Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef? What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mickey. Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? Well, you can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute, the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Dueling Genre. Oh, there's smoke coming out of the fireplace. That's a nice touch. Where do you see smoke? Oh. I don't think I jumped smoke. backwards. Yeah, hold on. Do you see it? Eh, kind of. I don't think... Do you think they added it digitally? It doesn't seem like the, there's a fire going in there. It looked like, like maybe that's the smoke from it being put out recently. Maybe. Cause it doesn't seem like there's a fire going. Well, Hermione's still there's no the light. You wouldn't see. Yeah, that's I mean, well, but there's it's no the light the day. Projected. I also don't know how much light it would produce in the middle of the day like this. Hermione blinks a lot in this minute. Blink, blink. She like she, her head moves a lot when she talks. So she's yeah. We'll get into it. <laughs> so she has like sass. All the sass. Sassy Hermione. Dropping some knowledge. Always. On these two fools. They don't know nothing. <laughs> they don't know nothing. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And today we're talking about minute number 77. Minute 77 starts with a firm no, and it ends with a fade out. Like I said yesterday, uh, these two minutes wrap up nicely. We're going to like conclude a scene. So I think I, I feel okay that we're going to have guests tomorrow when we didn't today and yesterday. Yeah. It feels like a more, it's, it's because it's always kind of weird dropping a guest in, in the middle of something that's going on. I just don't, I just would have felt bad for any guest trying to follow the conversation that we had with Cassandra on Friday. <laughs> it's a lot to step into. That's true. That Friday conversation. Oh boy. That's the longest episode we've ever done. Well, not ever done. That was the longest episode we've done in Chamber of Secrets. How's that? Better. It's the only one that crossed an hour. I think. It was almost an hour. Thanks to Cassandra Fredrickson. It was a great... That was a fun week. I had so much fun. We went on such crazy tangents. We did. But it was, it was a good time. I feel like they were good conversations. I mean, tangents are the name of the game, right? Yeah, I would think so. There's been some discussion lately about, like, like professionalism. I guess I would say, like, professionalism in the minute-by-minute minute community. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've said before, and I'll say it again, like, we're not, we're not some, like, overly produced, like, a show, you know? Yeah. Like, we are just fans that want to talk about the f- 
series that we grew up with, right? Like the, the things franchise that, were, that meant the most to us. Things, yeah, things that matter to us in the ways of like entertainment, whether yeah. that be something from our childhood. And like I edit enough so that like there's not a lot of. Um, I edit out little nitpicky things. Like sometimes I stumble over my words and I I try to not sound like a total uh, stammerer all the time. Sometimes <laughs> I cut out like ums that I don't like. I'll cut out like weird long po- pauses and conversations. But like I like the conversations we have and I want to keep those as authentic as possible. And like I said, like I don't want to be a show. We don't have segments. We don't have like. Right. Which, you know, we could. We could. It could be a totally different thing. But I don't know. I don't know. That's not what we're here to talk about either. We're here to talk about Minute 77. So, like we said, Harry was like, <laughs> at the end of the minute yesterday, Harry said, I bet loads of people here could do it. And Hermione's like, no. Like, Harry... that is not how that goes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not how that works. She says, it's not a very common gift, Harry. This is bad. And Harry's like, why is it bad? If I hadn't told that snake not to attach Justin and <laughs> Ron's... Like, oh. I, I want to, like, take our steps through this. Why is it bad? I mean, he's got a... Like, he's got a point. He does kind of have a point. I think if there had been anyone else here with Parcel Mouth other than Harry, it would lessen this. But the fact that Harry's probably the only Parcel Tongue that's been in this school for 50 years. Yeah, definitely, like, it's caused pause for question. Yeah. And if it was any other animal, I think it'd be the same thing. It'd be like, oh, you could talk to bunnies. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fine. This is bad. Like, but, but because it's snakes, it's like, no, it's bad. Everyone knows that the bunny was this side of Slytherin house. Right? I mean, no, it's, it's that rabbit from, uh, from Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. Can't trust the bunny rabbit. Harry's like, why is it bad? If I hadn't told that snake not to attack Justin and... Ron interrupts, oh, so that's what you were saying. Or no, that's what you said to it. And <laughs> Harry's, Harry's like, so frustrated. Like, you were there. You were there. <laughs> you heard me. Like, He's like no. no. I heard you speaking parcel tongue. Snake language. Snake <laughs> I love language. his delivery of that. I heard you speaking parcel tongue. Snake language. Now it just makes me think of Ronaldo and is is snake people sneeple. It's like is the snake language <laughs> that of the sneeple. The sneeple. They speak snake language. They speak snake language exactly. Okay, Steven Universe references for days. Of course, <laughs> for days. I just put a new Steven Universe button on my backpack. It feels appropriate. Of course. Uh, my hair's getting all long and curly again too. Like it's that time of. Uh, Maybe I'll start watching Steven Universe again, again, again. Again, again, again. Again? Again. Yeah. Something like that. It's been a lot. I just feel so bad for Harry. Harry's just, like, so confused. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... I was just trying to help. I spoke a different language. He looks to Hermione, and she just kind of nods, and he's like, but how could I speak another language without knowing I can? Again, he's got a point. Like, how the heck... How is that... You just open your mouth and like. Well, he's well, but no, but that that the thing is like he's not just opening his mouth and another language. I mean, yes, another language is coming out, but he thinks he's still speaking English. Yeah, to him he is. He's putting it together. So does that mean he's hearing himself? And as he hears himself, it's just English. Yeah, which I guess is interesting because then retroactively, when he was talking to the snake that that he that he set on his. On on Dudley, um, he was asking like, "Where are you from?" and all that stuff. Yeah, 
we were, uh, that scene is very heavily in Harry's perspective because we still hear him speaking English. Yeah. Because we don't want to reveal too early that Harry actually is special and can, like, it's a special thing that he can talk to snakes. Yeah. You're not supposed to see the magic that he can do yet. Right. The The thing that's important about that scene is the vanishing glass, not the snake conversation. Right. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and... we don't want to take away the focus from, like, what the... But it's two different magical acts, but we're only... We, the audience, are only privy to one of them. Yeah, we're only focusing on the one. Yeah. Only the one of them is important. Harry talking to a snake, like, yeah, that's kind of weird, but... But he's speaking English, so it's fine. It's just... The but that glass understand. vanishing, that's something that we could never do. <laughs> I just love that he calls it snake language. Snake language! Like, with the, with the tone in his voice, like, uh, like, duh. Snake language. This is a very, very, very dialogue-heavy minute. It makes it really hard. I didn't... I should have just, like, written out the script or something for this minute. Right? They're just standing in the Gryffindor common room. There's, like, no one else around. So how... Is this right after? Yeah. Like, they left and came to the common room. And uh, this is what happened next. Like, do they not have to go to another class or rush off to another class? Is this the end of the day? Like... Yeah, I think dueling club is is separate from. It's like an after school activity. Like like regular school hours. Yeah, it's like after school, after school clubs. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's an after school program. <laughs> right now, dueling club. That's where all the. They should clubs. be getting ready for dinner. Then, if they, it's after school, I don't know how late they eat. How late do they eat at Hogwarts? <laughs> how late does the sunset in? I mean, at what time do they make the kids like like what's lights well, out? Well, yeah, I'm wondering like. Because we're going to cut from here at the end of this minute to tomorrow, which takes place outside of Hogwarts. Yeah. Sort of. On the grounds. And then we're going to cut back to, like, them studying in what seems like the evening. Right. Well, actually, I mean, I'm assuming it's dark. They could be in a room that doesn't have windows because the inside of a castle can't always have windows. Yeah, it just makes me feel like... I think this right here takes place immediately after Dueling Club. And then I think we'll just have to ask in the next couple days, like, how much the time has passed. Like, I don't know if the next... I don't know if the next two sequences take place in the same day as this did. As... Yeah. I mean, there's a window there behind her, behind Hermione. Mm-hmm. And it's still pretty light outside. Yeah. Maybe it's a weekend. Maybe it's Saturday. And so, it's not... It's not that this is after school, it's that they didn't have class. Okay. I suppose it's a possibility. And, like, dueling club was a sort of... Uh, then I feel like, why are you required to wear your uniform Because you're still like... attending a school. Like, dueling club is still, like, a school activity. And I don't know, I don't think that they're... I don't know, I was, I was in clubs in middle school, and we had, like... But did your school have a uniform? Yeah. And you didn't have to wear them to, like... Well, because it was right after school, either kids went in, um, changed, or... Well, but if you have, like, band practice on the weekend, you're probably still gonna have, like... Your regular clothes. I guess. I don't know. Like, if there was something to do on the weekend, like, then, yeah, regular clothes, we would usually come in civilian clothes or I I have know, no street idea. clothes. I have no idea. Or whatever. They're, they never not wear their robe. They almost never wear anything other than their robes in either of these first two movies. That's true. 
The only time we saw them outside of their robes was like Christmas because they were wearing sweaters. And then when they went to through the trapdoor because that was in the middle of the night. Right. But every other time we see them, they're in their uniform. So I just think this is a Chris Columbus idea. <laughs> he likes it. He does. He wants them to look proper. So Hermione, Hermione's response is like, I don't know, but it sounded like you were egging the snake on or something. But Harry... again, we discuss like it does. I mean. A bit. A bit. Yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't matter what he was saying. Like, the snake was advancing on Justin. Yeah. And that's cause for alarm. <laughs> Harry's so in such disbelief, though. He, like, looks to Ron and then looks back to Hermione. Like, like really? You guys think I could really do that? She she continues. So this is where we continue. There's a reason that the symbol of the Slytherin house is a serpent. Mm-hmm. Salazar Slytherin could talk to snakes. And doesn't... I think Ron immediately is like... The, the whole school probably thinks you're like his great, great, great grandson or something. And Harry's like, but I'm not. I can't be. In the book, Harry says, but I'm a Gryffindor. The, the hat wouldn't have put me, would, would have put me in Slytherin if I was the heir of Slytherin. And then, and then immediately there's like the next thing is like Harry immediately felt like a cringe of like, oh, but it tried to put me in Slytherin. Oh, like, nah. oh, wait. They don't know they, that. They I don't think they ever that. know that. No, but it was just like, to him, he's in, in his head, it's just like, oh, wait. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it, pa- it, it gives a pause to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's his his immediate gut reaction is like, oh, like, no, there's no, I can't be related to Slytherin. That's crazy. So Harry's, Harry's just like, I can't be. There's no way I'm related to Salazar. Do you remember? I don't know. I... <laughs> Do you remember in the days of, like, early speculation, especially after, I think, this book and after the next one, there was a lot of speculation that Harry might be related to Godric Gryffindor? Right. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, And there are, like, a lot of things that tie Harry to Gryffindor. Yeah. Um, Not only growing up in Godric's Hollow, but, like, being a Leo and... um, Because he's born at the end of July, he's a Leo, which is the lion... Um, there's like a million different reasons. Like I, I remember like, just entire lists of things devoted to like why Harry must be related to Godric Gryffindor, which never paid out. No, but no, I, I think, I think the air of Slytherin thing here definitely made me think that like, oh, Harry's probably related to Gryffindor. Like that was my hope. Was it that that was going to no. become like, cause, cause it that turns out, be cause it turns out here that like Voldemort is the heir of Slytherin. Spoilers for the end of the movie. Um, turns out the Voldemort's the heir of Slytherin. I think it'd be interesting if, like, if this fight was just one that go- has been going on for generations. Like the heir of Slytherin, the yeah. heir of Gryffindor. He didn't even realize that that's the reason that this fu- that the two of them are facing off. It's just they're destined to just, like, clash time and time and time again. That'd be a very different kind of uh, prophecy. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, it, it could have. I, I think they could have gone. Could have gone way. that way. Yeah, it could have done that. Yeah, I see that. I think it would have made the scale of their battle more epic because um, you have like it's this, something that's going back for eons. Yeah, exactly. It was like you have all this ancestry, ancestral stuff behind that you. That would be interesting too because then you can dig into like the history of 
both of these families and like what's been kind of going on. I think it would be interesting to have, I think it would open up the possibility to have like stories set in the past with like Harry's ancestors and Voldemort's ancestors. Yeah. Uh, all sorts of things that it could have gone that didn't. But then, you know, so Hermione says like, he lived over a thousand years ago. Maybe you could. No one. Right. I'm like, who knows? Who like, knows? We don't, For all we, we know, you could be. We don't got 23 and me right now. We don't can't, we can't like <laughs> <laughs> We can't like send an owl to like go retrieve this this kit and we test it's you. It's the 90s. DNA testing isn't even a I don't think they even sequence the ge- no. genome yet. Like 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 I said this is this, this doesn't work. I'm like no, we can't test you. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe. In the um in the book we're going to Oh my god, I should say this for later this week, but in the book this week we get a little bit of Ernie McMillan. Uh, speculating about Harry being the heir of Slytherin. He tells Harry, like, I, I know, we, that, <laughs> he tells Harry that he knows that his family goes back, like, nine generations. Like, he knows his family history going back nine generations, and there's no doubt that he's a pureblood. And Harry's just like, I don't care about your blood. Like, really? <laughs> you tell me for? Yeah. Well, that's because they think he's the one that's... Oh, thanks, Kat. They think that he's the one that's opened the chamber and has caused all this mischief. So he's all like, hey, don't do not do anything to me. I'm, I'm a pure, pure blood. I'm a pure blood. Yeah. Harry's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a it's a whole thing. Poor Harry. Yeah. I mean, like, like I mean, they're supposed to be his best friends, but I mean, like, you could easily be like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, kind of just like well, and it's, cast and I, aside what he's trying to say. Yeah. I mean... They're concerned. What do you think this is like for them? Like, they didn't know that I mean, Harry was a parcel mouth. Is it like a slight betrayal where they're like, oh, hey, you didn't tell us you could do this thing, and it's kind of a rare, well, weird let's, thing. Let's, let's, let's take it back a little bit further. Um, they're standing there on the side of the table mm-hmm. watching Harry speak parcel mouth to this snake. Do you think that, like, in though in that moment, do you think that there's a suspicion? Do they ever suspect that, like, oh, maybe Harry's the heir of Slytherin? Do they think? Does it cross their minds? If it does, I mean, they they know it's... that Harry's not doing this. Is yeah, it, it's the whole like oh you might be, but we don't we still don't think that you're like you're doing this horrible yeah, thing yeah. We know you too good for that, but um. But now, but now it's more of a cause for concern. Like, well, just because we think that doesn't mean everyone yeah. else is gonna think that. Yeah, and so Harry meet Harry is very easily like he tells them like, I didn't realize like I how can I speak another language without realizing it. I was telling the snake to leave Justin alone. Um, there's no way I could be the heir of Slytherin, kind of deal. Yeah. And they're just, and they take it like you know what like you're right you're probably not the heir of Slytherin. I know that you didn't like attack try to attack Justin. That doesn't seem like something you would do. Like you're our friend. We're gonna stand by you. We're gonna continue like our research and the stuff that we're doing. Figure out what's actually going on here. Um. But yeah, there's no way that they can. It's 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 much more difficult to extend that outward to the rest of the students because mm-hmm. someone has been petrified at this point. 
and Harry already has like this air about him of ha- of mystery of like oh this thing happened to him we don't know what his background truly is or he yeah. hasn't you know all that so many questions that they could have he can he can speak to sli- to, to to he can speak to snakes he is a parcel mouth he might be the heir of slytherin why do you really think voldemort tried to kill him it's a lot of uh, a lot of heavy stuff and in and, and kids are que- are you know they question things and they're you know they're like sponges. They're just like hearing all mm-hmm. this and seeing all this and and absorbing it. And they're just like, "What do we, we do with all good, this heavy stuff?" We have a lot of good stuff in the next couple of minutes about this. This is where those deleted scenes are really going to start becoming important. Yeah, because this is really like now that the school at large suspects. Like this is where we're going to see a lot of those cuts of like people suspecting Harry. And, and, and how the rest of the student body reacts to what happened. Because in the theatrical cut of this movie, this is it. They have this conversation, and then it's just the one moment that Draco's like, people think that he's the heir of Slytherin? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, no one seems to suspect Harry mm-hmm. in the theatrical cut of this movie. Yeah. He's just kind of in the... He just happened to be... Just, except for Filch, the one time. Mm-hmm. No, two times, actually. Two times. Except for Filch, no one else seems to think that Harry's responsible for this. And people don't take Filch seriously because he's a squib. Mm. Nah. That's gross. Which is, yeah, which is a thing on of its own. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot happening here. There's a lot of, like, deep things in this movie that we deal with and I didn't even realize it. It's like, already... So far, we have dealt with, like, the parallels of house elves and slavery. Yeah. Between the use of mudblood and racism. Yep. Um, and depression and child, and, and child, and child suicidal thoughts and, yeah. and whatnot. That's some uh, really heavy stuff. Yeah. Already. Yeah, yeah. And we're not done. No, we're not done. No, we're not done. We also had a pretty early before we even got to Hogwarts. We we had a lot of conversations about like the bureaucracy and the aristocracy. Yeah, which yeah. was a conversation that I didn't think we we're gonna have. Like it, it's it's interesting to me that when we when we get to focus on stuff like this, like as much as we have our questions of like why, how does this make sense? Like there's so much that is done really well. Yeah. That uh. I'm kind of accepting of those, of those like unanswered, like how magic works questions. Mm-hmm. I, I think that what's going to happen is that the, the more we do this as seasons go on, like, I feel like I'm just going to end up like writing some fantasy thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking a lot about how magic systems work. Like a lot. And, and there's some, uh, there's a D and D reference coming up at the end of the week. Oh, that's gonna be fun. So I, I there's there's a lot of like uh, fantasy in my head right now. It's been good. I have ideas, Victoria. They're percolating in more there. More stuff I want to do. More podcasts. Which more things. Well, f- yeah, all the things. I just want to do things. more stuff. It'll be good. It'll be really good. Uh, all right. All right. Thank you, everyone, of course, again, for joining us. Uh, we should have guests on the show tomorrow, so keep your eyes peeled. Ears out. Ears at the ready. I guess for that. 
I've been stumbling over that. I don't know how to say that phrase. <laughs> right. Keep your ears out. That's that sounds weird. I they're guess old, I should say keep your eyes out. They're out all the time. Keep your eyes out for the next episode, duh, because it'll show up in your podcast. I mean, you do have to see it to select it to <laughs> there listen you go. to. Keep your eyes out for tomorrow. We'll have guests, uh, which should be a lot of fun. Um, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it helps other people find the show. We have we have a few good reviews. I just checked the other day. We have a couple of new ones that I haven't uh, I hadn't seen before, but we still only have like eight reviews or something, uh, which is crazy because we've been doing this for a year and a half almost. Yeah. So please, please share us with your friends. Uh, if you know people that like Harry Potter, um, Maybe they'd like listening to us talk about Harry Potter or join our Facebook group, Harry Potter Minute Listeners Army, and talk with all of our listeners about Harry Potter. What I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with more Harry Potter in everyone's lives. <laughs> right? There's, of course. Of course. I can agree with that. Yeah. Come back tomorrow, guys. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.